Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Resellers Ranting and Raven. How are you doing tonight, Pittsburgh Picker Adam and what's Sarah? Up? Good. Craig's <laughs> mom. Is it just Craig's mom? Why, why is it just Craig's mom, Sarah? Um, because um, this cabbage patch that I got, yeah. and it's his name was Craig. So, and then I ended up selling him, and then I just like regretted it. So it was like one of the first cabbage patches I ever flipped. So mm. now I'm Craig. I'm Craig's mom. Yeah. Kind of starting <laughs> off on a sad note. Little tiny. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Right. I'm so glad y'all made it to the show, though, guys. Thank cool. you so much for joining us. We're happy to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Well, of course, we got Philly Flipper in the house already. He's like, what's what not? What's up, Paul? We'll what's get to Paul? that, Paul. Paul, we'll get, Paul knows. And Marcus is here from Dixon's Pixins. Hey, guys. What's going on, Marcus? Thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. Well, y'all have a good week so far. It's Wednesday. You've been selling mm -hmm. for the past three days, right? How many sales yeah. have you made? Made a lot of money? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's been a slow week. We've yeah. been... It really has, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's everywhere, it seems, I think. I and, you know, know, if you were to ask this guy right here, he'd say, it's all about what you list, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's why we don't have him on the show right now. Right. But, yeah, my, mine have been kind of low, too, and I don't know yeah. why. I mean, I've been listing, too. We have a live listing on Friday night just to kind of kick off the weekend. And the weekend was just so-so in comparison to the previous week, right? So Yeah. Yeah. In Ours fact, was. the weekend before was pretty good like we yeah i agree we did really yeah. well the weekend before and then this week has just been like yesterday like a... was that really really bad mm -hmm. yeah. kind of slow right we only had like eight total sales today we've had 17 so it's better whoa yeah. today's a good day well i mean <laughs> they're lower have... lower dollar we're used to like 25 to 30 so yeah how many yeah. cabbage yeah. patch kids are in that 17 one just one yeah <laughs> look at it Show it off, Adam. <laughs> dear, dear. There you go. Free shipping. <laughs> That's yeah, cool, dude. <laughs> well, we got Red Dirt Picker in the house. Thanks for joining us tonight, Red Dirt Picker. And Johnny's here. Return of Johnny. Hello, everyone. I don't know why I say it with that kind of accent. That's just how I hear it every time I read it. I, so. I hear the Jerry Seinfeld thing every time I see it. So, yeah. I don't know why. The Hello. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Rick unloaded all. Howdy, y'all! Thanks for joining us. Do appreciate it, Rick. Phil, Paul says it is slower than usual, but it's still. But I still had the twenty sales. Can't I get tongue tied like you do, Adam? <laughs> still had twenty sales Monday have, and Tuesday. Have Sarah read them. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, Angie's oddities is here. I'm here to learn about whatnot. Good. I think you've come to the right place. This past week stunk. But the weekend was awesome. Good. I'm glad you had a great weekend, Angie. And then, look, Ken is here. SSK Promo. Thanks for joining us, Ken. <laughs> we are going to talk about whatnot for sure. That is the topic for this evening. In fact, I've got a special game around whatnot and things of that nature. <clears throat> but I wanted to begin talking to you guys about reselling in general because I don't. I need. I want to know a little bit about your backstory. So um, let me go to you first, Adam. Did um. How long have you been reselling, and do you consider yourself full time or part time? We're uh, I consider myself full time. I my other job is part time, so this is my primary source of income. But okay, uh, we've been at it for three years, <clears throat> almost three years now. Um, All right, we haven't been at it for long, but uh, we, yeah, three years. And to be honest with you, I don't have the thrifting background. Like my, I 
really didn't go to thrift stores much until me and Sarah met. And then that was kind of our thing. And we used to go and look for records because we were both kind of record collectors. And mm-hmm. that kind of started the bug. And then years later, we, we, we rolled into reselling. We, we fell into it by accident. Well, not, I guess it really wasn't accidental. Um, How can you fall into it by accident? So, okay, I mean... I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the story. So <laughs> my mom ran a storage facility. In, okay. Uh, and they got bought out, bought out by a big corporation. Long story short, she ended up losing the job. Okay. And um, like months before she lost, she lost the job. They had a storage, au- you know, the auction, like storage wars and everything, where someone came and bid on the. And the guy who won the locker was really well known to my mom, and like they were friends and stuff like that. And he was like, "Hey, you know, my guys just left. They left these two boxes here." He goes, "I don't know why they're here." He's like, "Would your guy just throw them away for me?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." So she looked in them, and there was a bunch of. I'm going to mispronounce it. What are Kachina they? dolls. Kachina dolls. Like Kachina they're little doll. Native American wooden hand-carved statues. Okay. And she sent them to me, and she's like, do you think these are worth anything? And so we looked them up, and, you know, the the way you look things up when you're not a reseller is you look and see what people are asking for them, and you're right. like, yeah, these are worth a ton. So she's like, well, I'll mail them to you. She's like, there's two big boxes for them. I'll mail them to you, sell them on eBay or wherever, and, you know, keep the money or we'll split it. And we're like, okay. So we that's started how you on fell you. into that's it. <laughs> reselling. Well, and then what happened inevitably was, is it's like these, like, the so bug, the bug bit you, Yeah, but it, it bit us harder than everybody else because some of the statues were damaged when they got here. Oh, and when we listed the damaged ones, people bought them yeah. anyway. Right. Yeah. And wow, we were like nuts. Yeah, this is weird. So we started looking on YouTube. Like, is this a living? Can you do this as a side hustle? And that's when we found, you know, your Harry Tornado, your Rally Roots, your Cincinnati Picker, your Common and all. Like, so we started kind of doing this, and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> that's excellent. You did. You literally fell into it that way. Literally, okay. yeah. All right, William Filchek is here. That's a new name, William. How are you? Hey, he's, hardest working people in Pittsburgh. He's the OG fan. He was one of my very first comments ever on YouTube. Very cool. William, look at you, man. They're going to always remember you, my friend. Always. Always. So, Sarah, you were were thrifting then before you met Adam because he said he wasn't originally a thrifter. My grandparents and my dad were my dad's parents, my grandparents on my dad's side. My whole dad's side was all hoarders and thrifters and collectors. Right. My mom's side was not. So, like, when I was little, like, my dad and I would go to, like, antique stores and we would go to, like, yard sales and we would go thrifting and stuff like that. And I never, like, I mean, obviously, I was a child, so it wasn't, like, reselling. But right. my when my grandparents both passed away and my dad inherited everything, we actually did sell a, a good deal of it on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got into it kind of that way, but then I went to college and you know, I kind of just lost touch with it, but then I got back into it again. There you go. Yeah. So are you enjoying yourself or is it just the frustrating job and you're looking for something else? <laughs> um, it, I enjoy it 90% of the time, right? 10% of the time. I'm like, I just want to go back to the office, <laughs> put in eight hours, come home and be done with it. Like literally minutes before we came on. No, that, that, was like, <laughs> that was like yesterday. Oh, no, so, no, I'm talking about the candle people. 
Oh, yeah. Those scandal people. <laughs> so, yeah. Sarah, you worked in an office cubicle job, I'm guessing, something like kind of what yeah, I was a, basis. Yeah, I was a supervisor there for like 11 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it hard to get away from it? Um, well, <laughs> Adam just immediately started laughing to that question. It, it would have been because there must be some sort of uh, unspoken whole, joke there. <laughs> well, I guess so. I was there for like 11 years and I said, you know, whenever I feel like we're making enough money that I can quit and we can be okay, then right. I'm going to quit my job. And I w- want to, you know, I wanted, I fully expected to put in a two weeks notice, but the environment I was working in was so toxic. Um, that if I put in a two weeks notice, I was just going to get beaten down oh, until I, I, they weren't going to let me quit. So I just walked out in the middle of the day. There you go. Wow. <laughs> epic. Epic. Mic drop. Yeah. Peace. No, it was, it was way more than that because her boss <laughs> chased her out into the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Did they like, to do it try twice? to beg you back or something yeah. like that? Yeah. For w- weeks Woo. after. Yeah. Yeah. Since you didn't give, uh, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm sorry. If, if uh-huh. it's just tell me pass if it's a per- too sure. much of a personal question. No worries. Did, did since you didn't give a two weeks notice or any kind of notice whatsoever, did mm-hmm. they like not give you all the benefits you were expecting to get or um, anything like that? I no, mean, I like, still pretty. You still I mean, you still got everything you were supposed to get. Oh yeah, and they and I still okay, every good. everybody there that still works there. God, that's, um, that's nuts though. Man. Said they would give me a positive reference. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally like <laughs> the the scene in like office space is going through my mind yeah. right now, yeah. right? Where you're like, I don't. You're like beating printers yeah. up with yeah. baseball bats, and you're it was the Sarah version of that. Yeah, drop themselves, and yeah. I don't. I it don't... was funny because I like taken my keys and I like had put them. I took them up front. And I'm like, that's it. I can't do this anymore. I just can't handle this. Like it was, I was just so stressed out and so overwhelmed. I'm like, here's my keys. I'm not coming back. I was out in the parking lot. I was like, oh my god, I forgot my Yeti coffee mug. That was like the only <laughs> thing I cared about. Did you go back in for the Yeti? Please tell my, me. You... My friend got it for me. There you go. Got to have a pal in the office, right? The the funny thing about her her leaving too was when my phone rang and she very seldom called me in the middle of the afternoon. And if she did, she called me from her office number and my phone rang and it was like 1230 mm-hmm. and it was her cell phone. And I'm like, either somebody's in the hospital or Sarah quit her job. And I answered the phone and I'm like, did you quit? And she's like, Oh my God, I quit my <laughs> yeah, job. I was like, calling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. That's excellent, oh. man. That's excellent. And she's like, I well, thought you'd be mad at me. I'm like, no, I'm like, this is the best thing. Yeah. You ever did. But it is working for you, right? Like, yeah. Best thing you ever did, I assume. Yeah. Right? Excellent. Yeah. So let's let's uh, change gears just a little bit here. Leaning, you started at eBay. You said you've been doing this for three years. What else mm-hmm. do you sell on other than eBay? Are you on other platforms? Uh, Poshmark, Macari, and whatnot, and eBay. Poshmark, yeah. Macari, whatnot, eBay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. We were Facebook Marketplace, but it's it's just too clunky. Oh, I kind of like it better than Mercari, to be honest with you. But Mercari's awful. Yeah, like. Mercari's <laughs> not great. But I was actually going to have a little Mercari ranting and raving show this week. There's you lots should. going on around there. Yeah. Um, so whatnot is completely different from any of those, wouldn't you agree? Just, yeah. Like it's it, completely it's different. Completely different horse of its own color, right? Oh, Jake snuck in here. Hey, Jake, what's up? Have you made it back home? Who is? <laughs> who is? Hey, if it flips its ships, thanks for that. joining that's us. That's a great name. <laughs> if it flips its ships, that's a new one for us. Thank you so much for showing up. I appreciate you. 
I was just watching a Philly video toy haul. All right, and you turned it off and came in here. That's Uh-oh. what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. So, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Completely different beast. Something, I mean, would you consider it something it's going to take by storm? Like, what are your first impressions of how long has it been here? For six months now, maybe? I think I think the company's been in existence for a year or so. But Yeah. Um, they just so, started reaching our community within the last, like, six months, I'd say. So what are your impressions at this point? You've been on there for over a month now. Do you think just high level, just high level, and we'll dig into the details. Do you think that it is something that's going to just take off? Like it, like there's no stopping it. It's it's going to go somewhere. Everybody needs to jump on this train. What do you think? Uh, do you want to go first, Sarah? Because I know you have a difference of opinion. <laughs> I think it's going to tank. I 100% think it's going to tank. Okay. Why? Yep. Um, because it's going to, I think it's going to flood the market. There's mm-hmm. too many people in there trying to flip things. Um, and I just think that there's like, just every category is just getting like, so flooded. Um, okay. I, and another thing is like, I feel like they just don't monitor the people, like the users enough. Like I have, I've had probably three negative experiences so far with people not shipping things to me on time. I feel like they just don't monitor the, sh- the shipping enough. Okay. Um, the customer service is decent. Um, and I like at, at first I was like, this is so great. This is like the new wave of the future. Like I hope that, you know, other auction sites start doing like live auctions too. Um, like hi, we like, we do high bid a lot. Like it'd be so cool to have like high bid auctioneers like live to buy things to flip. But honestly, I just think there's a lot of problems with it. I mm-hmm. like doing the shows and I don't want to talk negatively about it, but I do. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a very good opinion. Um, I want to say, Hey to Kayla homeschooling and picker. Thanks for coming out and joining us tonight. And Paul says this definitely wasn't his video. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So it was a different Philly. Right, Different. there's a couple of fillies out there. There's yeah. a couple of fillies out there. Yeah. Barter Mania, how are you, man? I think that's a new name for us. Thanks for coming out, Barter. I appreciate you so much. All right, Adam, what is your opinion on whatnot? You said it was different I, from Tara. So. It is. Yeah, I know it is. It's the polar opposite. I think. I think it's it's a peek into the future. Do I think it's whatnot that that strives to make this this the the reselling of the future. I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. Like what, like what she said there, there's, there's significant issues with whatnot and what they're doing, but the, I feel like the, the, the core of it where you're selling things live using a video, using things like that is for sure. The future now yeah. is what not going to corner the market. Yes, they are. I think they will get big before they, before they get small because the, the categories they sell in, are huge. Like the Funko pop categories, huge sneaker category, huge vintage clothing, huge. Like they're all so flooded with stuff and people right now that they're just there. There's tons of stuff going through the, the company right now. And like she said, there are some issues with, as far as like the people that are on there and what they're doing. But as far as like, will they be a contender? Absolutely. They're, they're, they're already taking eBay's business and they're taking yeah. business away from YouTube because people that were on YouTube that are doing these, these live auctions yeah, that yep, is true. are moving over to whatnot and seeing 12 million times the profit 
I don't know, maybe not quite that high, maybe 12 <laughs> times the profit. Um, I see where but, you're going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's it's leaps and bounds. Like I have actually seen, and I won't call him out on here, but I have seen a guy that I know that does regular auctions on YouTube and sells things. Mm-hmm. And then he moved over to whatnot and his profits jumped. Okay. Like, because he's a video game guy and he started selling video games. And it's that's one of their categories that's just humongous. Yeah. And like Funko Pops, Sarah didn't even like, didn't even look at Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> until she started buying them on whatnot. And now yeah. we have literally hundreds of Funko Pops in our basement. <laughs> well, like a hundred. A hundred and a hundred thousand, right? Um, uh, it's going to get that way, yeah, soon. Yeah. So uh, I just want to point out, if it flips its ships, corrected himself and said it was actually Cincinnati Picker. Or Cincinnati yeah. Flipper? I don't know Cincinnati Flipper. I don't know Flipper. Cincinnati Flipper. No. I'm thinking it was Cincinnati Picker, which is which is pretty darn cool. Anyway, that you came over here, man. Appreciate yeah, that. Sorry. <laughs> um, Ken says, please do have a show on Mercari. Trying to learn other platforms. Maybe a pros and cons. Versus, oh, Mercari versus Facebook Marketplace. I'm definitely going to bring the topic of Mercari to one of these resellers ranting and raving because I think we have just as much ranting as we do raving as far as Mercari <laughs> is concerned. Uh-huh. Um, so... It's cornering the market. It's quick auctions. It's mm-hmm. what? It starts at 30 seconds. You set the time limit. You, you as the auctioneer, set, set the yeah, time set. limit. You set right. the starting bid. Um, but it basically, guys, if you don't know this, every time a bid is made, it adds time to yes. the clock. Yeah. So it's a soft it doesn't close. it doesn't mean it just ends at the last second. Somebody can snap it from you. Well, no, you can it, do that though. You can set yes. it to be a sudden death and it will end. Yes. Ooh, I didn't realize I haven't witnessed yeah. that before. So yeah. there's a, there's trouble with those. And we haven't tried one yet because we haven't had anything. We do vintage shirts like you saw in modern shirts. And we haven't had anything that we knew would go for crazy money mm-hmm. that we could do it with. Because you don't want to do it for like a T-shirt because then somebody will bid a dollar at the last second and get it for a dollar. Right, um, right, right. But the, the sudden death ones are interesting because they... <laughs> like what happens is, is everybody waits and waits uh-huh. and waits and waits. So it's like, you've got like an uh, item that's like a hundred dollar item and it's sitting there at like $6 and mm-hmm. it's ticking down. And then what happens is as soon as that one second mark comes on, everybody hits a bid button at the same time. So you have no idea what you just bid. That right? is a computer. Okay. My history yep. with computers knows that that is just asking for disaster. To oh. Accepting yeah. all of that input at one time. Yes. That's mm-hmm. just, yeah. well, sorry. I cut you off, Adam. Is that basically Sa- what you're seeing is happening? Yeah. And well, what, oh, what it, yeah. Sarah's done it a couple times where you hit the button just <laughs> as many times as you can. And yes. then you probably outbid yourself three or four times in there yes. because if like she was the only one that hit the button, she just outbid herself four times. Right. Yeah. And the price sometimes, like he was saying, well, it, an item will be at $6 and then it gets down to one second and everyone bids. It could go from $6 to $200. And right. you might be bidding $200 and you might not know. Yeah. Hmm. That happened to me. I, w- I saw like my bid come in and it was like 60 some dollars. And I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> oh, Ooh, I didn't need yeah. to back off on the clicker there. <laughs> um, Philly Flipper says, Sarah is definitely right about not vetting the sellers. Yeah. In fact, they let me on was <laughs> proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's some seriousness in his first part of his comment, though, because if yeah. you just yeah. if you scroll through some of those late night auctions, yeah, there's look. so much swearing, there's so much drinking, there's so much music with swearing, um, vulgar. Yeah, there's it's really bad. Well, I haven't come across that, yeah. but 
I've only really clicked on people that I know. Right. Too, yeah. So. Um, hey, new name for me, Sean Bloor. Is what not your second most revenue after eBay? That's to you guys. I think it is. And now it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. How long have you guys been on the Whatnot app doing like, your auctions? I think like five weeks. Five mm -hmm. weeks? Okay. Yeah. And five you weeks. do it how often? Um, yeah, once. We were doing it twice, but now we're just doing it once. Once it's, a week. It's a lot. Like I believe it. It's a lot. So tell us real quick. Um Tell us about that scheduling process, that setup process. Let's say you're scheduling next Tuesdays, right? You do what seven thirty on Tuesdays? Is that right? Mm -hmm. um, you impressed that I remembered that? Um, <laughs> what are you What are you going through to plan for your next week's whatnot auction right now? Go ahead. Me? Because yeah, oh, you, I, I do all the planning, yeah. So basically you just go in. It's very easy to schedule. Um, mm -hmm. You just go in, you pick the date, you pick the time, and then you hit schedule show. Um, and then it comes up basically that your show is scheduled. And it comes up with like a black blank screen with the whatnot little logo all over it. Um, and you can add a video, like a preview of the things that you're going to auction off. Um, and that's, we usually do that. And I usually do that like a couple days in advance. Um, but it is a lot to set up. So if you take a video of everything that we're selling, um, and you have to add in, you know, some people don't do it, but I do do it because it's easier. You have to add in a description for each thing that you're auctioning off. Right. That makes now, sense. Now, some people don't do that and they just put like t-shirt number one, t-shirt number two, t-shirt number three. And they have their own system of how they're keeping track of who gets what t-shirt when they bid, mm. which I think is disastrous because I've gotten things from sellers before that I don't think I even bought, mm -hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but I always put in the description, like, we're just, we've been doing t-shirts, so I'll put, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja t Turtle t-shirt size large, um, you know, Ghostbusters t-shirt size medium. So I'll add in all the descriptions of the t-shirts and the sizes because people have been really wanting certain sizes, so... They can go in ahead of time and see if there's anything they want or they're interested in. And another nice thing is, is if they want like a certain shirt, they can click a little alarm button next to it yeah. that will tell them when that shirt comes live. Okay. So that makes sense. They don't a notification. Care. Yeah. They don't care about like any of the shirts except for maybe like the Ghostbusters. Then they can hit an alarm. And when that pops up, they'll get a, like a push notification on their device that says, you know, we're auctioning off this shirt. Right. So um, it's good. So they, you know, know everything in advance that they're that we have um, in case they just want something specific. But then, yeah, then I'll take like a video and then Adam will upload it and add the music. Um, but yeah, that's it. What about what about the planning of the items you're actually going to auction? <laughs> Okay, like so gathering that and yes. stuff like that. So I have kind of like a backlog of T-shirts. Mm -hmm. I've been like, I like everyone that knows that watches us. I don't do death piles. So right. the only death pile I have is like ephemera because it doesn't take up a lot of space and I can use it and list it when I don't have other methods of sourcing or like today, if I don't want to go out because it's freezing, I can work on that kind of stuff. So um, as far as t-shirts go, I have kind of like a backlog of t-shirts now. Um, so I have pretty much like one week in advance at all times. I got you. Okay. So I have like. So you just grab 50 more shirts off your pile. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. So I don't have probably any more than one week in advance. So like I'll have enough for this Tuesday, 
but I won't have enough probably for next week. So I'll go to the bins like once or twice a week in thrift stores and try to get those shirts. And most of our shirts do come from the bins because they cost like around 54 cents a piece. That was my next question. What's your average buy cost for your shirt? Yeah, about 50 cents a piece. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's whatnot has changed how we source too, because the, whereas before we were picking out, you know, three or four items, you know, per thrift store, or we were going to an auction and we were buying a pal, you know, we were buying chunks of things, but we were donating things that we didn't really, you know, need or whatever. Now our focus is more on, we're doing all that. Plus if we can get bulk stuff. Right. We're taking yeah. it because right. that makes sense. it's it's easier for us to to sell that kind of stuff on whatnot. And we've yeah. also started getting into like the vintage T-shirt stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we've started looking for single stitches at at uh, uh, local thrift stores a lot more. And we've uh, when we were on vacation, we found a Garth Brooks single stitch uh band tee from like what 1995 or something and it, yeah i think it was like 94 yeah yeah and did it, you so sell like, that on whatnot not it's yet. on ebay now <laughs> it's yeah. on ebay right now okay. we're gonna then, give, it a, give yeah. it a chance then, on ebay first like we definitely t-shirts on ebay too and if i have t-shirts that have been sitting on ebay for months then mm-hmm. i'll pull them off of ebay and put them on whatnot too makes sense so ken ken's got a question here whatnot seems to be resellers selling to resellers I feel the platform will grow once the general public is more involved. How do you feel? What do you think about that statement, Adam? Would you agree? Resellers selling to resellers? I mean, it it depends on who you follow. If you follow a bunch of YouTubers, then yeah. You're seeing a lot of that. (laughs) Um, But if you're following people that like maybe, because like we have a few people that we watch or that Sarah watches pretty religiously that are just people that, you know, had an Instagram following and, you know, sold on eBay and that was it. And they were dedicated themselves to certain things. Like there's people that have, you know, thousands upon thousands of t-shirts that sell on there Mm -hmm. regularly. And they're, they don't have a YouTube following and they're the general public is definitely involved in those. The people that sell Funko pops, Mm -hmm. those people are just toy. They, they have toy stores, you know, and stuff like that. And they're, and so there is a lot of it. There's a, the collectors are starting to figure it out because we've, (laughs) I think us as YouTubers, sometimes we let the cat out of the bag on things whenever, you know, like our sources become exposed to the general public and then now you've got collectors so like the video games we were getting at decent prices on whatnot as resellers yes so now, you could resell them. it you were <laughs> right. sourcing them to resell them right now okay. f- forget it because you've got the once the collectors if you get like dave nc picker had uh, a gi joe auction and he had two or three guys that were diehard gi joe collectors in there and they drove the price up above ebay comps and like I was there and I was watching and I was like, good for him, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, from a reseller standpoint, you kind of got to, I'm out. Yeah. There's no (laughs) way I'm, I mean, I'm buying something because I like Dave and I want to support Dave. But other than that, I have no, no, I, whatever I just bought, I know I'm breaking even on because I'm not not making any money on it because I got bit up by a, a collector. So it's happening. And that's where me and Sarah disagree is that once those collectors get into the market, it's anybody's guess where it can go. Yeah, I mean, I do agree with that yeah. somewhat. So um, it sounds to me, to, to Sarah's point, it's got some growing to do. It's it got does. some maturing to do. Yeah. Well, what What would you say is one of its biggest pitfalls right now? Go ahead. <laughs> 
Um, I, I'm just, just the amount of people in there that are not professional. I mean, I understand like we're doing auctions and our cats are running across the table. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not like we have this like studio set up, you know, we're working out of our house. We'd have animals, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not like swearing and drinking and like we, we ship everything within 24 hours. Like, and you can't, and eBay, you can contact the seller directly. I had a real problem with somebody that didn't ship my, my shirts and they just flat out were dishonest to me, gave me a fake tracking number. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I, I got my money back in the end, but I couldn't contact them directly. You have to go through what not customer service. Right. Okay. And and when I was in another one of their auctions, I asked them in the auction, they're like, I don't answer questions about shipping and auctions contact me on Instagram. And that's where they gave me the fake tracking number. Oh, okay. There was a, there was a really good, there was a reason behind this one though. He, he ran, this guy thinks, thought he was a lot bigger than he was. And he ran a 1976 Led Zeppelin band tee mm-hmm. and it sold for $6. Like a legit oh, 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 real oh. one. Yeah. And he did not. And, and the moment it happened, I, Sarah was like, oh my God, I can't believe I got this. It's like under $50 shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, he's not going to ship it out. I'm like, there's no you way knew he's going to shit. Oh, I knew it. it. You knew it. The moment it happened. Well, because he got so upset at that point in the middle of his auction, he actually laid on the floor and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not doing this anymore. And yeah. He was, and I'm like, there's no way you're going to see that shirt. And it's great that she got her money back. But the reality behind the situation is, is if he would have been honest and shipped that shirt, we would have made a ton off of it. Yeah. And that's what irritates me is that we were that close. And it, all he had to do was just say, yeah, I'm not doing it and throw it, you know, so that man is alive man yeah that is one of their biggest hang-ups is that they they do have to they have to find a way to hold buyers accountable for what they do buyers because, or, or sellers sellers, sellers i'm sorry sellers the buyers <laughs> the buyers have very Got little messed up on no, that i'm one. sorry about that the sellers sarah's yeah. gonna jump through the TV. i was gonna say she'd jump through the laptop at you but really she's just, just, just come around just walk down the hallway <laughs> You better pay attention to that video camera because you'll be able to see her coming behind you like. Oh, Adam, uh, Sean wants to know, can we get that TMNT shirt that you're wearing in the next whatnot auction? No. This is a Christmas gift from Cheryl. It doesn't, it says normal, healthy adult turtle. Normal. And it has actual really turtles. Sea turtles. It's still a really cool shirt. It is. Throwing everybody off. It's normal adult. Yeah. And Rosie says, Sarah, your lighting is 10 for 10 tonight. I don't we were know how. That before the show. What's happened? I've figured she, it out. She's got a glow. She's got this glow going on. She looks great, doesn't she? Hey. I have figured it out, actually. I know Uh-oh. I know what you did differently. I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Unless Adam wants to know, then I can tell you. Well, I didn't know. If you don't want the whole world to know, because we're. Oh, alive. I don't care. You're, I hate it. You're actually using the webcam, the, the, uh... the webcam instead of the internal webcam. Yeah, it's got a better. No, I'm not uh, because look, this is the webcam. Yeah, yeah, you're covering it up. No, but that's the external webcam. Yeah, right. That's what this, yeah, you've this been is. using the internal one. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did I not know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah just mind blown right there. Angie says, "Can you give feedback or grade whatnot sellers in order to warn other buyers?" Yes. Okay, there tell is us a, about the feedback system. So that it's just like, uh, well, it's similar to, um, huh, it's not similar it's, to any of them. It, it gives uh, you the option okay. to get, well, so whereas like Poshmark, you get five stars, right? And okay. then you can give them like, what could they improve on or what was so good? You know, whatever. This what? one says like it has shipping or, you know, uh, 
like pr- quality of product, one through five stars, shipping time, one through five stars. And then it just kind of lists three more and you just hit, you know, five star, five star all the way down. But okay. there is no, like if Angie's saying like a Facebook feed or if, I'm sorry, eBay feedback system where you can actually say what happened. No. But according but to whatnot, a, a, a star rating is about it. Right. Right? Yeah. According to whatnot that they are giving out strikes to people that are one, you know, being very vulgar or doing things on camera they shouldn't be right. and two people that are being dishonest with their you know with their products so they're mm-hmm. they're trying to get a handle on it if i had to take a guess what's going on is that this little startup tech company thought of a really really good idea and they got struck by lightning really fast and now they're growing at a very large rate and they don't have the ability to handle the volume that's coming in so like right. the backlog for people that are applying are is tremendous right now. And then the backlog for, you know, or not the backlog, but the customers that are coming in is also tremendous. Like, so you've mm-hmm. kind of got this, you know, this company's being pulled in two different directions right now, and they don't really have the ability to handle what they're handling. And it's evident by how they're dealing with their, their onboarding procedures is so slow right now to get anywhere right. with them that you are just waiting months and months and months. It seems like, they're they're trying to figure it out like kind of on the fly if that makes sense yeah i also i wondered why is there a reseller or a seller application process well why not just weed them out through feedback i agree or or video or caught on live vulgarity or you know restrict their account when they break the policies why is there a why do you think there's an actual application process to be a seller? So m- my guess is that they they probably, because when we first started selling on whatnot, this was a lot bigger of a problem than okay. it is now. Because when we first started selling on whatnot, we were looking through things and like there were people that were just downright nasty and downright mean and downright They still vulgar. are. But it, it's, it's, I thought, I think it's less now than it was before. Maybe. Well, and I watch I, a lot more than you. So. Yeah. But I think <laughs> what, I think what was going on before they're trying to weed that out. And I think the only way they can vet people is to go through this kind of application process and hope that they guess correctly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like with me and you and Sarah, it's easy because you can see our personalities live on YouTube or, you know, wherever, Instagram or wherever. Right, right. But whereas somebody that maybe just has a toy store in Southern California that, you know, has an Instagram account, you might not be able to really gauge who they are and what they're doing. So okay. I think that's what they're doing. And I think they're trying to figure out a good process to kind of vet people. Is it a is it a good problem to have though a backlog of sellers who want to be on your platform? It could be. I would think that'd be a good problem. It, I think it needs to be a healthy balance, and they haven't figured out how to balance it because yeah. if it becomes too much of a problem, then they're just, then those people are going to be well. They never got back to me. Boom. Right. You know whatever. Mm-hmm. Bump it. Or you look at it the on the other side of the coin, such as. They've got, they as a business have a backlog. So what that you drop out, they've got a hundred more right behind you that want to do it. Yeah. But like Sarah says all the time and she's in, she's in these auctions all the time and she sees people and she's like, God, these people are terrible. You Mm -hmm. know, like, and, and she's like, and we know people personally that have been begging to get on there Mm -hmm. and we know that they'd be professional and we're like, why can't they get rid of crap like this and bring in the people that we know are going to be decent. Right. professional sellers on there yeah, so yeah 
Got to got to grow. They got to grow. They're just yeah, not they growing do. fast enough. Um, Rosie says, "Do you think they are going to? They do you think they are going to stop people playing music with their growth, like because of copyright or something like that?" I was wondering that too. I don't know. Do they promote? So that that kind of leads to something I wanted to know because I noticed several people do play music in their background, and they even maybe even call out the song that's playing in the background or make mention of it, um, mm-hmm. and don't just leave it as an undertone. Do they do they guide you, coach you in a certain way? Yes. Can you I, tell I don't us think about I ever that? Told Sarah, I don't. So there's when you yeah, get I wondered when, about that when you get accepted. There's like a Zoom call. It's kind of like this, but everybody's mics muted, and there's like a PowerPoint presentation on how to do everything. Okay. And they encourage you to play music. Okay. They encourage you to play music. They encourage you to put music to your your preview video. Oh, okay. So. Do I know that someone's not going to come after them sooner or later? I'm sure they will. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be facilitated by big companies like eBay and, you know, <laughs> companies that don't want them in the market anymore. But they, at the moment, that's what they're telling. Well, that's what they told me. I See, and we got in early enough that we kind of bypassed all this stuff. Like from the time I sent my application to the time I got accepted, it was four weeks. Okay. Everybody else is on like month four. <laughs> Okay. And I when I did it, they I filled out the application. They asked for links to all my socials, links to my YouTube, eBay, everything. Mm. And then they were like, "Hey, give us like a thirty set or a, a two minute elevator pitch," which I filmed here with my camera. And I'm like, "You know, this is the kind of stuff we sell. This is the person I am, and this is what we do. And here's all our inventory." And then they asked for pictures of all our inventory. So Sarah went downstairs and literally just took pictures of all the shelves we have, we sent them pictures of this shelf behind me. And we were like, this is what we do. And they were a week went by and they were like, congratulations. Here's come to one of these zoom calls, either this day or this day. And in the zoom call is where they kind of talked about the music. So that was, mm-hmm. was there anything else that they coached you about? Like the flow, the, how to handle stuff, any, anything else they coach you? Through? Well, they coach you on how to use the app. Obviously, okay. you know, and how to, how to, but, and then what their best, like they, they, they showed like a graph of like where everybody's doing their auctions and they're like, everybody's on Thursday, Friday, Saturday right now. So maybe you might want to consider Sunday, Monday or Tuesday, which is actually why we settled on Tuesday mm-hmm. because we didn't really want to step on other people's toes. Number one. And number two, we didn't want to be in with 35 other vintage clothing sa- yeah. uh, sales. So that do you think it's to your advantage though, to try to kind of push in in their territory of time so, because if you've got millions of people watching on right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but only a couple hundred watching on Monday, Tuesdays, it seems like your customer base would be much broader. It's funny you bring that up because we just talked about that because okay. there's a What's very, well, there's a very popular shirt auction guy mm-hmm. that was on at the same time we were on yeah. Tuesday and yeah. Tuesday was one of our best shirt auctions. Yeah. This past Tuesday, mm-hmm. it it was our best shirt auction. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that makes sense. I mean, it's not that you're encroaching on his time. You you set a time, you stuck with it. His time, right. I don't know who came first. You know, chicken egg, whatever, right? Yeah. But in somehow, shape, or form, his auction and his customers found your auction. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and migrated over to yours, probably because the app was smart enough to push them that way. Maybe mm-hmm. his ended. And yours was still going on. I don't know. I'm yeah. guessing, but worked yeah, to your and, advantage, didn't it? Yeah, and people go in and out of different 
rooms constantly. I mean, I know I do. If I if there's two people on that I really like watching, I'm going back and forth, or I'm watching one on my phone and one on my iPad. I hear you. <laughs> At the same see, time. Angie says, so in Craig mo- Craig's mom's situation with a T-shirt, that seller would get a strike. But there is no way to warn other buyers. Yeah, not really. Not really. Okay. Um, Rosie says, uh, SSK, same. I know as TikTok has grown, they get copyright holders involved with music to play on them. Okay, here's my thoughts. Although, there, I mean, I've just got my thoughts on this. As far as I know, you can't replay a whatnot auction. Is that correct? No. I don't think so, no. no so no. as far as copyright's concerned, you can't – it's not a recorded, replayable video like Instagram is, Instagram Reels, TikTok is, YouTube is, right? right. I can see where there could be copyright in, in um, infringement in a replayable, recordable situation. But from you guys' situation, it's not – replayable yeah. it's you can't record right. it in any way it's not replayable so that's how i yeah. think so that might have them safe right I, and i also think just like youtube if you you've made youtube videos in thrift stores before if there's a song playing in the background and you're talking over it the entire time the song's playing yes it's it's very seldom a copyright strike the only time you get that strike is if you let it play and you're silent or there's no other noise involved right. where it seems like you're using the music to do to go along with what you're doing but if you're talking over it the whole time and which which i mean i i'm i can't stand dead air like it's one of my <laughs> it's one of my biggest fears like when i edit videos i'm editing all the dead air out of my videos because mm-hmm. i just can't stand it and so like the music helps me because I don't feel like I have to say something every five minutes. And it also slows our auction down a little bit. Whereas I'm not rushing to say my next thing and talk about the next shirt. I'm just going along with what's going. And if I have to make a comment, I'll make a comment about the music or I'll do my stupid radio voice that, you know, all the DJs <laughs> do that Sarah, Sarah rolls her eyes at when I do all the time. <laughs> have, have you done, this is kind of an off whatnot situation, um, not really related to whatnot, but I'm just curious. Have you ever done any study on the speed of the music that you play and the effect it has on your watchers or viewers and how, mm-hmm. how it may react to pushing that button or clicking <laughs> that button? No. <laughs> Something to think about. But Something I did skip over what, – what was the song? It's by Motley Crue. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, anyways, a Motley Crue song came on, and I'm like, this is just a bit aggressive for a short – like, <laughs> I feel like we should be throwing shirts up. Real, and I'm like, no, nah, I think we need to tone it down a little bit. There you go. Yeah. Not too fast. But fast, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Paul says the Zoom call was weird. There was like a hundred people on mine. Wow, how many were on yours, Adam? Probably about that. Yeah, about a hundred people. Jeez, that's a lot. Luckily, they have everybody muted, and they do take questions afterwards, so you can like virtually raise your hand on the Zoom call. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's really awkward because like like Paul said, it, it's weird. And I think the only reason it's weird is the vast majority of people in that zoom call were on their phone. Number one. And number two, they, they didn't turn their camera off. Like I turned my camera off. I'm like, I, and so everybody's picture kind of looked <laughs> up their nose and whatnot. Yeah. The whole time. And I'm like, dude, turn your camera off. Like nobody's paying attention to the screen on the right. And, but so then they took questions, but it was almost like they took questions because they felt like they had to, because mm-hmm. after a while they were like, all right, no more questions. Good luck guys. And then left. <laughs> so wow. it was, Good it luck. was, you know, and it was weird and I'm just like, okay. And Sarah's like, so how do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. 
Like, <laughs> I have no idea what we're doing. That's She's, funny. I'm like, I, I'm going to watch this. They, they gave us a link to watch this video that shows you how to set everything up. I'm like, I'm going to watch it again. I'm like, why don't you watch it? <laughs> and then we'll figure this out. So we both watched it. And like yeah. going into our first auction, both of us were like, what do we do? Don't know yet. Don't <laughs> like, know yet. Hit this button. And so what you're, you're kind of learning as you go. And then once you get it, it's simple, mm-hmm. but it, there's a lot of nuances to it. So like, yeah, you, you kind of got it. Like Joey did it. Joey bought a Bing had his first auction today and he did the exact same thing I did. If you scroll on the chat, like as a, the seller, like if I scroll up to see, you know, your, your comment or whatever, and I just leave it there and I walk away, that chat will stop moving altogether. So mm-hmm. it'll stay on on that section that I scrolled on and never move again, even though everybody is talking down yeah, below. You don't see any of you it. You don't see any of it. So all you have to do is scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll see everything. But yeah. you just, and they don't tell you things like that. And so you're like. Yeah, you just need I, to like figure it out by yourself because it will stop, like you said, but there's a little arrow that tells you it's, it keeps going. But how would you know that if nobody yeah. tells mm-hmm. you? You just have and to figure it out yourself. And you're so wound up and nervous by that point, you know, cause you're live and like being live on YouTube's fine because I could talk for hours, but I'm not selling anything. You know, this yeah. isn't, you know, yeah. whereas on this, you're like, I need to be as entertaining as I can be, but not waste people's time. Also moving product yes. and move product yes. all the same time. So yes. you're like, this is where it gets difficult yeah. <laughs> because I want to be my usual self and be a goofball. But in the same respect, like I can't sit and talk about my YouTube channel or talk about where we got this shirt for 20 minutes and then auction it. Yeah. You no, know, I get you. So. I got, I want, I want to, um, get to our game, but I've still got a lot of questions, guys. I'm curious. Let's say, <laughs> Hey, to Ed, the reselling writer. Hey, 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 thanks for stopping by. Hey, we got a show at nine, right? right? Adam? Yeah. Is it on me your and, channel? It's on my channel with uh, me and, uh, Ed and Jimmy dark County picker. Okay. Grab that link because I will, um, if you send it in the private chat, I'll copy paste it into this chat so that at the end of the show, we'll push everybody over to your show. Um, secondly, I wanted to say that um, I am curious how you're – it's all on the cell phone, right? Right now at this point in time. Mm-hmm. It's all on the or cell like phone. Or like an iPad or like a What does your setup look like? Like I can't see the behind the camera. So what we, what we have is um, we have like a clamp that clamps onto the table and holds the iPad. Uh-huh. And then we have a, like a stand and then we have the rack for the clothing. And I have all the shirts piled up over on the side. And Adam just controls everything from his iPad. Okay. So Adam, you're sitting behind the iPad. iPad mm-hmm. is clamped to the table mm-hmm. for stability. Uh-huh. Well, it's right? not really stable. So it, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it's, the, that's you know, those, goal, though, right? <laughs> so, okay. This somewhat of a funny story. So I was, we were over at my friend's house one day and this will tie back in, I promise. So we were over at my friend's house and his wife sits like they have Way a love seat in the couch. But anyways, she had this iPad holder and it was like on a flexi kind of, you could move it any direction. It just clamped onto the table. And I'm like, I need one of these so I can, yeah. you know, like watch Baldy Pals live while the television's on or whatever. So I got one and I used it like that for a while. And then when this happened, I'm like, we need this for yeah. this. So like, if I were to tap that iPad like that, it would go. So it's not stable. It holds it because the purpose is. You don't want this thing to be shaking no. everywhere, right? right? But that's not but, the only way to do it, I assume, because I've seen people who are standing in front of their camera. Yes. But right. it is. am I right to say that it's all on an app? 
right now. Yes. Like there's no so, computer version to this at this moment, right? At the well, you can watch things on the computer, and I think that you can sell. You have to sell mm. NFTs using yes. a, using a computer. I noticed yes. that the computer cuts off. It only yeah. it chops tops and bottoms. Oh, does it really? Yeah, yeah. We I've never used it, but but you can't use a webcam, which is just a total fail on their like the, yeah. they need to figure that out because it would be so easy to set the webcam up and just sit there behind the computer the whole yeah. time yeah yeah they need to but, get that fixed and then you know the users can be on either i guess you, you got to open up your um but you've got you've got the mobile app set up so no matter right. where they are they can participate but you can but. remotely control the device so that's what a lot of these people are doing is is they have their like iPad or their other device sitting there and yeah. then you can remotely control the whole auction from another device if you wanted to I got you oh okay and we okay. tried to do that and it worked for a minute and then it went black one time and we're just yeah. like I'm not doing this anymore yeah but I have seen people do it where they're standing in front of their camera um, and then they're just like, all right, we're going to run it. And they hit the run button and they're still standing in front of the camera. So it does work. Um, yeah. we just, once it we... might've just been a glitch that one night too, but we just haven't tried yeah. it before. Cause we just don't want to lose people by like the screen blacking yeah. out and then people Mobile just and Wi-Fi are finicky. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Sean says Adam usually asks for requests on his whatnot, which I like because it makes a friendly atmosphere. And Adam and Sarah really go out of their way Aww. for their customers, in my opinion. Look at that feedback. See, thank you. you we, if there was a way to copy and paste that into your star rating on whatnot, That's that right. would be a perfect feedback. Sean's one of our one of our best. He's a viewer. He's an eBay customer and a whatnot yeah. customer. He's Look at great. there. Look at the support, Sean. That's awesome, dude. Philly Flipper says, Adam, that's the same reaction I had after the Zoom call. <laughs> Learned way more from Carrie and Dave than the Me Zoom too. call itself. Yeah, absolutely. Carrie and Dave. Carrie and Dave. Dave NC Picker. And Carrie American guessing? Arbitrage. Yeah. Carrie and Mar okay, American Arbitrage. Right. They were who pushed us into uh, pushed us in uh, pushed us into yeah. it because gotcha. they they were pretty active on our lives and they're like you got to sign up you got to sign up and both of us were like we don't need another thing to do like why are we want to do this <laughs> and then dave was like you just got you got to do it you got to do it and we're like all right all right we're doing it and thank god they did because if we would have waited another month and then signed up we would have been in this, in this mess with the, yeah. the brush and i'm like wow i'm really thank you dave <laughs> Well, let's jump to the game that I've got set up for you guys. And then after the game, I want to ask you questions about your products, how you go about getting them. I want to talk about your back. I don't want to say backlog, but basically I want you to teach me, coach me. What do I need to do if I wanted to be a whatnot seller? You're what would I need that. to do to prepare <laughs> as far as the items I want to sell on whatnot? Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Let's jump to the game first. I'm sorry. I wasn't able to do a really cool intro video. My apologies, everyone. But the name of the game is What Not Waste Not. Isn't that just an <laughs> awesome name for this game? What Not Waste Not. Let's see if I can make this a little bit bigger for the show. There Actually, we go. Actually, I'm going to put on my side monitor, too, because I have a side monitor. So All right. Bigger. What not waste not. Okay. So I already went over the rules with Adam and Sarah in before the show began. They have a, some paper and a Sharpie and they're going to basically use that to bid on some items in this game. Now here's the rules. One, I'm going over these rules. Cause this is kind of a, a you know, sticklers. It's a, it's a pretty, in, um, 
difficult game, <laughs> in my opinion. So, all items are sold, buy it now, pre-owned comps from eBay, okay? So, everything you see in this game, they've already been sold. These are the prices that they sold for. Players must pick one T-shirt from each round. You're going to get two to choose from. Players must pick one T-shirt, write down their pick, and an auction bid. But do not reveal that until I ask them to do so. Players' profit is earned by taking the difference from the sell price and their bid. So if they bid 5 and it's sold for 10 they get a $5 amount that they get to bank. Assuming both players pick different T-shirts from every round, both players get to add the difference to their profit, their bank. But, and here's where it gets good, guys. But if both players pick the same T-shirt, the highest bidder wins the shirt, and the difference of the prop from the profit and the bid gets added to their bank. But the other shirt goes to the second player, and they get it at their original bid price, and then that difference gets added to their bank. So if you choose the same shirt, guys, but you both somehow consequently choose the lower of the two, whoever bid the most gets that one, but whoever bid the lowest gets the other one. That You follow me? Got it. All right. Highest total at the end of the game in their bank is declared the winner. Okay. These rules are as confusing as whatnot. <laughs> thousand dollars for the winner, right? Is right. that what we agreed on? That's what we agreed on. <laughs> All right. So there are there are four rounds to the game, exactly as you see it in the rules here, and then the fifth bonus round, which could make or break the whole thing. So here we go. The first thing I'm going to show you on the very first slide, it's going to be two different shirts. We're going to ease into this. It's going to be an easy one, guys. We're going to ease into this. You two, you pick which one you want to bid on and the, your bid price. Remember, bid low in order to sell high, right? right? So here's the first choice. Round one, you have a Captain America, Marvel Comics, Red Captain America 101, When Wakes the Sleeper is written on the bottom of the shirt, size 2XL. And you have a men's Marvel large graphic tee, black, group shot, Hulk, Spider-Man, size large. Now, these are the exact descriptions from the listing. So, again, what you want to do is you want to pick your shirt, and what do you want to bid on the shirt? All right. Adam, are you ready? Sarah, I'm ready. are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I okay. just got Sharpie all over my head. Did you just, you're supposed to write on the paper, Sarah. <laughs> write on the paper. All right. So... <laughs> I've got a little spreadsheet over here ready to write down what you bid on. So, so professional. Go ahead and show what did you uh, Me go ahead and reveal? Both of them at the same time. Both I got you reveal. Captain America Red. Oh, okay. 10 01. Both of you went for the Captain America, and Sarah bid the most money at uh -huh. 10 01. And so Adam, I'm gonna you lose. Bid, what was your bid again? $5. Five dollars. Okay. So the Captain America is for you, Sarah, and the Marvel is for Adam. So your Sarah went for twelve dollars and ninety cents. All right. Okay. And then Adam, yours went for ten dollars and seventy five cents. So right now it looks like Adam, you're in the lead. Uh, I'm going to guess $5. Sarah, yours is around the $2 mark, maybe $3 mark. Right. All right. So that's how the game goes. You uh, like it so far? Going down. All right. It's just going to get a, it's Why don't get... I just bid a penny on everything and then I'll always win? 
Not necessarily. You may bid a penny on the worst shirt. That's, That's right. true. Okay. Here's round two. Round two. You got a Braves, MLB, Atlanta Braves t-shirt, ripping logo, men's 3XL. And you have a Nike Atlanta Braves navy blue t-shirt, short sleeve, size XL. All right. So remember, you want to bid low in order to sell high, but you also want to outbid the other person for the best of the two t-shirts. All right. Are you ready, both of you? I am ready. Sounds like you're still thinking. I can hear sharpening I'm, you. I'm ready. I'm ready. All, right. All right. You're both ready? Yep. yep. Hey, Misha, thanks for joining us. All right. Go ahead and reveal. What did you choose? I'm going with the ripping logo. Okay. For 425. 425. And Adam, what did you go for? Nike. The Nike five. one for $5. Okay. So your ripping logo, Sarah, you get this one. There's no outbidding on this one. Sold for $9.99. Okay. And then okay. Adam, your Nike one sold for $15.96. All right, consistency here. I don't know. That was a pretty good. That's five dollars, and yours was ten dollars. I don't know, Sarah. You, you getting the hang of this game? <laughs> All right. Losing. So now it's gonna get hard. Okay. Mm. Here's when it gets difficult. Are you ready for this? Ready. I'm ready. Number round three. You have a Slipknot pentagram T-shirt, metal band, base side, extra large. I don't know these words. Stone, Sour, Corey, Taylor, Cotton. There must be people <laughs> in the band. I don't know. Slipknot. Probably. And then you're up against an Adele 2016 tour t-shirt. Keywords, lipstick, band tee, made of polyester, made in the USA, huge graphic. So, again, you want to pick the one you think sells the highest and outbid the other player. I'm, I'm going with a little strategy here this time. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Right. Okay. I'm Both ready. of you reveal. All right. Oh. Slipknot and Slipknot. Both of you choose Slipknot. And Sarah, you bid how much? 12 something? 1275. 1275. All right. 12. Wow. My computer I'm definitely going to win this one, I think. Computer is, I think, battery might be dying in my <laughs> keyboard because my computer doesn't want to type. Oh, no. okay. All right. So, my uh, Adam, you get the Adele T-shirt for a dollar. No, out of default. All right, Slipknot. Let's go with Adele first. Let's go with uh. Adele first. All right, Adele shirt sold for twenty-two ninety-nine. Wow. You expect that? Do you expect more or less? No, I expected Sarah to bid on the Adele sh- T-shirt for like five dollars because <laughs> I thought she'd she'd bite on the Made in USA thing. No. <laughs> no. All right, and then the Slipknot sold for. Twenty nine oh. ninety nine, not not that so, big of a difference. I think you're still winning, Adam. Yep, but not okay. by not by as much as I thought I'd be after the after you picked Adele. <laughs> All right, so now we're again. Like I said, every round gets harder and harder. Here is round number four. What? Hold on. What's going on in the chat? Philly Flipper says, <laughs> "Sal, why did oh. you block Ed?" Ed got blocked. What happened? Him? Oh no! Do we have? Do we? Can we unblock him? I don't know how to unblock somebody from this view. Sorry, Ed. I think I'd have to go to the YouTube channel side and try to figure yeah. this out. Ed, the reselling writer, has been hidden by Sal. Uh oh. Let's see if I can unhide him. I don't know. Ed unhide. Unhide. Yeah. I think that might have just unhid him. 
Guys, tell me if I did that right or wrong. I don't know. Okay, here's the next round. Y'all saw it before I, I went on. So we got Super Mario Brothers 3 vintage yellow graphic t-shirt size 2XL and a vintage Mario Nintendo Power shirt XL. All right. So you had you had plenty of time to think about this. Are you both ready? Uh, no. You're not I'm ready. Rather. I'm what? okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and reveal. Let's see who gets what. Mario Nintendo player. So glad I Mario Vintage. Okay, so this you picked the yellow one, Adam? No, I picked the Mario Vintage. Okay, they both say vintage, dude. They do? Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I want the black one. <laughs> okay. And that's the one you picked too, sir, right? Yeah, he picked higher. Okay, right. what was your price, Adam? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. $17 for Adam. And you paid fifteen seventy five, Sarah? Yep. Or fifteen twenty five, but whatever. Okay. Well, let's still, right. I'm still a loser. <laughs> All right. So you you get this one by default, Sarah. The yellow one goes to you. All right. It is $29.99. You think that's the best one of the two, by chance? I, I don't. No. <laughs> I absolutely don't. <laughs> absolutely do not. Okay. So here is this one. The Nintendo Power Player is ninety four twenty eight. I thought it would be about a hundred dollar shirt. Wow. So here's something funny. You want to hear how big of dorks are? And I know she saw this too. The one on the left is not vintage. I know. It says you know vintage. You know yeah. But it's not vintage. Yeah, it's yeah. got a screen printed tag. Yeah, that's exactly what I saw too. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that in there on purpose to be honest with you guys. It was awesome. Good one. Because it had the keyword vintage. Though. And um I was like, wait a minute, that ain't vintage. That's no. got, that's got <laughs> yeah. a screen tag. Yeah. All right, so the last round is what could make it or break it, guys. So let's see if we can add up a few things here before we go to the last round. All right, we're going to see. I'm going to take your total and subtract how much you bid, and then let's get a total of that. Adam, you are currently at $115.98. All right, $115.98. And then Sarah, you are currently sitting at $40.61. <laughs> All right, so you're currently $40.61, and like Adam, you are $115.98. You, you, oh. you would have taken that round if I wouldn't have sat here for that extra second because I had the one, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do 15. I'm gonna do, and I'm like, no, 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 17. <laughs> so you were gonna do another one dollar? Uh, no, I was. I had the one written down, and I'm like, I was gonna do 15, and I'm like, uh, I should do yeah. 15, and I'm like, no, I'll do 17. I'll do 17. Well, and she would have taken it by a quarter. <laughs> you outbid him, and you took it. Yeah. All right, here's the last round. The last round has its own little set of rules. Here we go. This shirt is an actual auction. Both players must bid on this shirt. The highest bidder closest to the exact same sold price without going over. Oh, man. <laughs> gets the difference added to their bank. Oh. So you want to be saving enough room that you make a profit, but you need to bid higher than the other player. 
You follow me? Uh-huh. Yep. So you got to have enough left over, Sarah, that you could take this. I won't, but. All right. Vintage 1996 Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 12 title belt WWF promo t-shirt size XXL. It is on a WWF tag. It is made in the USA. It has a front and it has a back and it's dated 1996. Guys, if you need a hint, do you need a hint? Do you think you need a hint? You just have no idea whatsoever what this is going to go for? Oh, no. I have an idea. I might have an idea. All right. Then then no hints, right? No okay. hints. No hints. Are you ready to reveal? If yes. you know yeah. in the chat, if, if you've got a price in the chat, that you can't change your answers, guys. If you see any scribbles traveling going on, you're disqualified. I'm <laughs> you got, my my paper is being held up. So in, the, in, the, in the chat. Go ahead and put your guess in the chat. All right, guys. Go ahead and reveal. What is your what is your price? What do you think it goes for? Sarah, $88. Adam, what'd you bid? $229. Oh, I think Adam went over. Oh, he's oh, I don't know. That could be a little bit too much. Because there is a without going over. I know. Yeah. All right. One for it all. <laughs> all right. The actual sold price of this t-shirt is. Four hundred and fifty dollars. Four hundred and fifty dollars. I don't even think I have to add that up. You nope. <laughs> took it, Adam. That was oh, poo. Yeah. Yay. So that's a that's like two hundred and twenty-five dollars difference added to your hundred and fifteen dollar price already. Yeah, that I thought that would be a little bit tough, but y'all played it right. Adam, you're right. You 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 took this one. You took you swung you swept this one completely. I, I saw one of those go not that shirt, but like a wrestling shirt similar to it with the uh-huh. like the all over big print front and back. And I saw one go for like five hundred and fifty dollars, six hundred dollars, and I was like, This is gonna be well over but I didn't know the guy, so I'm like, because I don't know wrestling very well. So I'm like Okay. I'm saying like two fifty is my guess on what this what I think it went for. But uh-huh. four hundred, man. Yeah, four hundred some of those dollars. <laughs> I know some people would pay pay those um, high prices for t-shirts. Believe it or not, I have a wrestling shirt over here that I can't figure out. I don't know if it's like a twenty five dollars shirt or two hundred dollars shirt. It's still hanging over here because I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think that did a lot for your whatnot show to uh, prove how much you know shirts, guys. We do. So Adam is officially a t-shirt nerd now. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that Sarah gets me all the time though because like sarah will find things to auction and i'll just be like why are we doing this and like (laughs) last night was a great example like she threw up this single stitch screen stars what was the where the town was it from the upper peninsula of michigan (laughs) yeah upper peninsula michigan had four ducks on it and that was it like something you totally would see your mom or your grandfather whatever wearing and it went for like 20 like 15 dollars or something yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> you did not see that one coming, did well, you? And I remember when we got it, we went to John Cincinnati Picker Sale over the weekend or last weekend, and she walked right over to it. And she's like, "This duck shirt's awesome. It's going to be great." And I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't. Some things he doesn't know. No. Good he job. Knows some good things, job, but Some things he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. well, Sarah's good. She's real good at it. But hot flip Heidi's here. Thanks for joining the chat. Misha snuck in here too. Misha said, "Dude." People love <laughs> that guy. Not totally shocked. 
that it went for $450. Yeah, I don't know yeah. enough about wrestling, unfortunately. So Heidi dropped a question on a comment in Facebook that I want to pose to you guys right now. Her question was around vintage pants. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that vintage pants or I know, I mean, I don't know, maybe we could go more generic vintage clothing. I mean, and t-shirt, that's kind of a very wide category, but she, she posted a picture of some vintage pants that were looked like they were made by a quilt. Like it was all patchwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so her question was, would these sell good on whatnot? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's ask Adam and Sarah and see what they think. So do you think vintage pants would be a good category to try to resell on whatnot? Is there a market out there for vintage pants? Um, I would say there definitely is a market for vintage pants. I've seen people that I know doing t-shirt auctions throw up pants now mixed in with the t-shirts. Okay. So mixed in, whatnot. Okay. So more of a go general. Don't do just vintage pants. Do vintage clothing. Yeah. Because there's such a size disparity with like pants. I feel like, you know, somebody that's a medium might want to wear a t-shirt that's a medium one day but they might also want to do like a baggy look so with t-shirts i think you have more of like a you're reaching out to like a a wider audience because like as somebody that wears like an extra large shirt i would wear a 3x if i want to wear it like baggy and style it some way you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but whereas like a pair of pants i really don't have a choice if i wear a Mm -hmm. size you know 16 pants i have to get a size 16 right (laughs) yeah you're just waiting That's, on that perfect size. Yeah. And to be more vague with the answer, it, and this is something we learned. We didn't learn right away, but we learned as we, we have the benefit of being on whatnot for a while. Well, for a decent amount of time. We, when we first started, like everybody from YouTube came over and it was super supportive and like we, we loved it. It was awesome. Like it was mm-hmm. great. But that, kind of you know that tails off and then you have to go back and build and that's what we didn't do like we did do it but now we're starting to build and so i I would say to heidi is that you could if you can build an audience and you can continue to build that audience selling that stuff it'll be good and that's where whatnot can be huge is that if you get enough people like us that want to stick with it that have the ability to stick with it and maybe take a loss here or there or you know maybe like you saw one of our auctions, we were just $2, $1, $2, $3, $5. And it was just over and over and over again. You have to weather that storm a little bit. And with you being a YouTuber, you don't notice it right away because you've got all these resellers flooding into your first couple auctions. Right. So then that kind of fades and you'd get, you know, great people and a lot of people come still back, but they're not feeding it as quite as much. So you kind of build the audience and that's what we've been doing slowly over the last couple of weeks is we've been doing like some toy auctions and seeing if it's hot. And, you know, if we find something that we can have a source for, we'll run an auction real quick. Like we ran plushes right. and that okay. went horrible. Did it, <laughs> it was terrible. And, but we yeah. ran them because if it went well and we got people that we knew were going to come back and start buying them, we have the ability to get them again in bulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what we were kind of poking and prodding and seeing what works and what doesn't. And the t-shirt thing right now is building like it, every week seems to get better and better and we get yeah. new people and we get, you know, and Sarah washes everything and everything mm-hmm. smells terrific when it gets to people. So that's how, but that helps that because helps. Yeah. so many people send out like dirty shirts or, you know, stuff like that. So it, it sets you apart yeah. from everybody else and yeah. it does work. So. I do a lot of a lot of laundry every week. <laughs> I want to say hey to Rachel Strickland. Hey, resellers <laughs> listening while I work out tonight. Be careful. 
Don't let us make you laugh so hard you drop a That's dumbbell right. on your toe or something like That's that. Right. Um, Adam, body pal. I had to be specific there since there's two of us. Always appreciate the effort and the prep that you put into the games. I appreciate that, Ken. I try my best, Yeah, man. that was yeah. a good game. I would play it again. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Rick unloaded all says when someone is wearing a cool t-shirt, no one notices the pants. <laughs> they're weird pants. Um, it's true. But the, the uniqueness of those quilted pants might help. I mean, I'm sure they'd sell to resellers all day, but I, I think your ultimate goal is to get snobs because they're going to pay the most money. Right. Right. And collectors yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Sean asks, besides you guys doing t-shirts on whatnot, what's your next plan for revenue on the app? nothing we don't know well no we're we're amassing hats because yeah. hats do well yeah um, okay. but hats are not something we have access to all the time so we've kind of got to build and then run a one like a pop-up <laughs> auction on a monday or tuesday or something mm-hmm. yeah um and let, you, let me let me um let me just put the feeler out there adam i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you no, off no, okay. i know we're running short on time you know you, you have a nine o'clock um so you can, you can run me up to five minutes from nine and we're fine Okay, I'm, I'm, I want you to finish your thought about hats, and then I've got a, a closing question that will sure. help me decide what I would want to make on my first whatnot auction if I were to be approved sure. today. All right, finish your hats. So, yeah, we're amassing hats. We're, like Every time we find vintage hats or something, we're just putting them in a pile downstairs, mm-hmm. and then we're going to run a massive hat auction. So that would be our next thing. Mm-hmm. And But you never know. We could go to an auction, and there could be pallets of wrestling figures or pallets of Ninja Turtles or whatever, and we'll run them if mm-hmm. we get something in bulk. But I don't know if you've experienced this, but I know a lot of people that we've been talking to on our lives are experiencing the same thing, is that the market is dry right now as far as like going out to thrift stores going to wherever it is you go to source even our auctions are bad right now like Mm -hmm. our auction that literally we could depend on week in and week out to have something there that we would make us drive to it there hasn't been anything like Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of um leading into why we're one why what not so popular and two why we're just kind of doing it this way and amassing things. Well, now the t-shirts we have access to and we can, we can source fairly regularly. So well, my question is do as a new whatnot auctioneer seller. Yeah, sure. (laughs) um, Would you think, would you say, Adam, you need to prepare to work at a loss in the beginning? Um, Would would you agree or disagree with that statement? I would disagree. I don't think you'd all out lose. Okay. I think you'd come close to even or slightly above. We have. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've lost yet, have we? No, we've not lost yet. Okay. No. And you, I, I saw your video for the bins, Sarah, and then mm-hmm. immediately that same day we saw, well, I mean, I don't know that I saw the same t-shirts in the auction that you night, did. but <laughs> you, you can get them at the bins for what? 50 cents on the 50 cents yeah, each selling for a dollar yeah. or at least a dollar. Right. Cause you start yes. your auctions mm-hmm. at a dollar. So yes. you're working right. at a profit at that point in time. Right. Yes. Um, yes. so going to Goodwill buying a shirt for a dollar or $2 is not a good plan. Is, um, it, is, is that what I'm hearing? Unless it's a shirt that you know is a good shirt. No, I mean, you know like, I mean like in bulk. You're you're like, oh, no. let's go to Goodwill. Let's go search the racks. Let's pick out every Marvel no. comic no. T-shirt no, we definitely. can get for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You have to get. I mean, if if you're gonna start the auctions at a dollar, I mean, it's it's like you said, it, you're gonna sell it pretty much for a dollar. We sell we sell everything every time. We don't what? not sell. 
what are the chances that you could start it at four dollars and people would still participate slim yeah because you okay. want to get that that bidding war going mm-hmm. you know what i mean and if yeah. someone bids a dollar you know it's most of the time someone's going to bid at least two yeah, yeah. and then you know I, yeah i shouldn't say slim i should say that it's it's off-putting to a lot of people. It is so like yeah. if you if you go into an auction and somebody's selling something that they bought they you they, they bought it for four dollars and they're starting it at four dollars, and they're continuing to do it over and over again, um, it's off-putting because number one, it doesn't really give you what what ends up happening is is people are like I don't know if I want this for four dollars. Everybody starts comping it and then they go uh, and then one person will bid on it so then it sells for five dollars. Yeah, I don't see how Whereas, you have time to comp it in 30 seconds, to be honest you with you. Can, or 15 you seconds. Or well, voice, with a, with a soft text. close. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, and with a soft close, if it keeps renewing, then you can you get that extra time. Have yeah. another device near you. Adam. I was about to say, if you're watching... <laughs> on, okay, okay. Um, so, would I do good by spending an hour or two at the Goodwill bins and picking up a bunch of the same category? Why is it the same category? Why is it... Like, is it because well, that's the way the whatnot people want you to do no, it? No, no. So, like, if you watch Dave's auction, he mixes stuff in. Carrie mi- yeah. mixes stuff in. OBX yeah. Picker mixes stuff in. We tried that, and we were losing people. Because, yeah. like, everybody we were getting were t-shirt people. And then we would throw in a couple toys, and they'd all go away. Gotcha. So it works different for different people. Dave has tremendous success with that because what he starts with like toys and then goes into like a video game or goes into like something else. And I've seen him go from toys to ephemera and it work out for him. So I think it's all in like your audience and what they're expecting. So, you know, whereas our audience probably found our YouTube channel because we source so many clothes. Mm hmm. They're clothes resellers. So we're, we're seeing, you know, when we go, when we transition over into toys, everyone's like, uh, but we did do good on that one. That one, you know, we did toys and video games. It was like a pop culture one. We just don't have access to that stuff in bulk right now. Would you recommend a new whatnot seller to stick with the same category to get off the ground? No. No, okay. <laughs> no, I would. I, I think. It, well, okay. So what, trying to figure out you, how I need to plan here. Are you asking for yourself? Or are you asking for maybe one of your viewers? Anybody who's YouTube? watching. Anybody okay, who's watching. So for you specifically, as Adam Baldy Powell picking on YouTube, no, I would absolutely say throw in whatever you can, but don't take your stuff that hasn't sold on eBay pile and put it on whatnot, because. At first, you might get some buyers, but as you continue to do that, people are going to be like, this guy's literally running his junk that he can't sell on eBay, and it's just going to get old. Okay. But you, as Adam Baldy Pal, I would say mix it up. Do whatever you can in the first couple auctions because you have a following. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's somebody, one of your viewers, let's say that's just a reseller that doesn't have the same following that you do being on social media and such, then I'd say, no, you probably should stick to what you do best because, you know, you're your clientele isn't buying because they know it's you. They're buying because, Hey, this is a new person that's doing some t-shirts. So you as a reseller on YouTube, your first couple auctions will be like ours. They'll be huge. And then, then your, then your core clientele will start coming back. And then you'll start getting people that are like, Oh, they're selling vintage shirts. I really like these guys. And I bought from them last time and everything was really great and folded neatly. And it's felt, you know what I mean? So then you start really good advice. Yeah. And it's just how we learn because our, like, third or four was it three or four i can't remember one of them really tanked like and yeah. it was a t-shirt auction and it just it was awful i mean we yeah. still cleared what we 
paid for it, but it was just a bad auction. Okay. And we had like 14 people in there. It just didn't go well. Yeah. And but we were having like a bad day too. And I don't think we were as like positive as we usually are. <laughs> and we were just like, we didn't have a lot of faith in the shirts. Like we were just like, well, these aren't yeah. that good. And we were both just not like our normal, like upbeat selves. So I think too, like that can like your attitude definitely mm-hmm. has something to do with it as Presentation, well. Presentation, personality. Yeah. And it is, and it is stressful because like, you know, I have like two or three hangers ready to go. And then he's like, pushing the buttons i mean if he was doing it by himself that'd be like really hard because he'd have to pull the shirt he'd have to find it find it i mean i pretty much know where all the shirts are because i'm washing them i'm folding them i'm organizing them i'm Mm -hmm. putting all the descriptions in so i have a general idea but like for him to like not knock over the ipad or make it shake and you know all that just is a lot i got you man but so yeah, that would be my recommendation. I, but know that. So you asked if you're going to be doing a loss. Your first couple auctions, no. Your third or fourth one, you'll start noticing that trend downward, and then you'll start building. Like literally, your YouTube audience plus your whatnot audience are going to start coming together, and you're going to start this climb. And that's what we did, and that's okay. what's happening to us now. Is that people are like, these guys are great. They're selling cool shirts, and they're reselling, you know, and so forth. So, do you think that I could be? good if i swapped it up every week or just stick with the category learn the platform and possibly as you grow then you can stretch outside your category i I feel like the the second one okay i I feel like that way you don't have to worry about the things you're selling as much as you have to worry about making it go well on the app and learn it's it's just like youtube right you know consistency breeds growth and the more consistent you are the more people can depend on you they know there's a tuesday night auction adam selling action figures every tuesday night and i'm gonna check them out because i like them you know that that helps but then like sarah watches a guy that we that sells t-shirts he's the t-shirt maven like this guy is incredible and it's all he does is sell t-shirts he buys t-shirts and sells t-shirts his whole life Yes, and that's what he said. He doesn't do anything else yeah. but buy and sell T-shirts. That's not he true. does not watch the news. Yeah. He does not he have, have a smart. He has a smartphone smart for whatnot only. Only, yep. Yeah. He uses a flip phone, and all he does is wa- buy, sell, and wash T-shirts. Yeah, that's crazy. But he started throwing in action figure things, and this is after a couple months on whatnot. He started to go doing an action figure auction, yeah. and, uh, and and it's working for him because people yes. are like, dude's cool. He's he's yes. honest. I can trust him. And then, but his prices might not be as good as like Dave's prices on the same GI Joes, for instance, or something like that. But he's still it's working for him. So if mm-hmm. I were you, I'd say start somewhere. Get good at it, get consistent at it, start growing it, and then throw another auction there. Because we did the opposite, and we were like, we'll do a toy auction on Monday and a t-shirt auction on Tuesday, and the toy auction sucked, and then the t-shirt auction was good, and we were like, why are we doing the toy auction at all? Like, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And it's just a lot to do two in a row like that. Right. It's a lot. I can, I, as much as you've talked about it, and as much as I've learned from you about it, I could see why it would be a lot. Mm-hmm. And first off, let me take this last couple of minutes to thank you both again for coming on here, teaching yeah. me, touching, teaching the audience. Um, yeah. If guys, if for any reason whatsoever, you have not subscribed to Pittsburgh Picker, the link is in the description down below. It'd be great if you could click it, hit that sub button, hit, hit a couple of likes and watch a couple of videos and leave some comments because yeah. that's what really drives the YouTube algorithm. I'm going to drop the YouTube link for Adam's show that's about to start right after this. Yep. And hopefully, hopefully that's clickable. 
But guys, <laughs> thank you again so much for joining me tonight. Yeah, Chad, thanks for, having thanks for hanging out. Hey, this has been awesome. I, 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 I've got a million more questions still. I'm we probably going to be part hitting you two up on whenever Instagram. you want. <laughs> we might need to do a part two in a, in a few weeks. Maybe I'll sure. go to the bin sometime and, and see if I can start a collection. Yeah. I really yeah. like, Sarah, your idea. And I know you say you got it from somebody else. I don't remember who you say you got it from. I'll take a T-shirt oh, and, the bag. and start stuffing other T-shirts in that one T-shirt. I, so. I got that from the guy um, that only sells T-shirts. And like that's all he does with his life. That's who I got it from. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to steal I've that actually, idea. I actually message him a lot um, on Instagram because he like taught me about the bleaching of the shirts and all kinds of stuff. So he's a really cool guy. I like the way you put the custom spin on some of your shirts yeah. with the bleaching and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, so. something I see that's like ruined, I'm like, I can totally make this awesome. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. Thank you again, everybody. Thank you, Adam. Yay. Thank you, Thank Sarah. Y'all have a wonderful night. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. See Bye.